0: Kia ora koutou e Welcome to episode 25 of the Butters podcast. This is my conversation with Tim Howard aka Tim fucking Howard. Thank you to Ascot uh, for allowing us to have our conversation there. We had a cool spot and it's just Ascot is a one of one of many places in Wellington that are just conducive for conversation. When you're up there, It's awesome service, it's awesome music, it's awesome wine, but the thing to me that really stands out is there there are all of these groups and tables of people having awesome conversations, people connecting in real life. It's such a cool spot. So if you haven't been to Ascot, uh, check it out. Thank you so much to all of my patrons who make these conversations possible. A special thank you to Alina. Alina, thank you so much for signing up as a patron. Your support is amazing. And thank you, as always, for the comments you send after the episodes that you listen to. Um, it's awesome. Thank you so much. For those of you who have thought about signing up as a patron, all you need to do is head to patreon.com forward slash butters and you can do that there. Thank you for tuning in. My conversation with Tim Howard a really enjoyable chat. Enjoy.
1: Yeah, but no, it's been a good year. It's been an interesting one. Yeah. But I think, um, yeah, it's probably been one of my best years in like the last five years. Has it really? Why, yeah. Why is that? Um, I think I really needed a reset, personally.
0: You mean the COVID lockdown yeah, forced reset? Yeah, just
1: that and just like personal life and work life. And I think it was just nice to... Um, it was kind of like I was almost in touch with the world and the world was like, we can't handle what's going on. We need to just chill out for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I can totally feel that. And I'm vibing on that. So thank you to the great powers that are fucked but uh, uh, give us give us a bit of moment to think I guess yeah
0: yeah Yeah, very true did you see that uh, I don't know who was behind it tourism New Zealand maybe or something that beautiful surreal kind of uh, video and they're like you know Aotearoa you know uh, Uh, Papatunoku or what have you taking a break and we'll see you soon but we're here we're we're resting where you know it was so beautiful totally yeah and it just made perfect sense it was like yeah perfect recalibration for everyone but I think you're right I I think there was a sense that people were feeling like we had become there was this glut of so much of this and too much of that and excess of this and just it was out of control almost Um,
1: yeah Well, I was reading um, the other day there was an online article and it was just saying that, um, what was it saying? Sorry, I've just had a mind blank now. Let's go. I have mind blanks all the time. Oh, no, I've lost
0: it. Circle Uh, back. Circle circle back.
1: back. Yeah. Oh, well, what I I was going to say is that yeah, when the lockdown happened, and then, you know, I live just, just kind of on the outskirts of the city, and we, just the change of environment was crazy. Just the noise level had just gone, there was no sirens, there was no helicopters going to the hospital. It was just complete, like, it was unreal. It was like, that's pro- it was like an apocalyptic kind of, like, scenario. And, yeah, it was like, this is probably, well, hopefully, never going to happen in our life again. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but it was just an interesting time to be at home and have you know, to spend that much time at home, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so,
0: did anything come out of that for you? Um, I got a While girlfriend. you left, <laughs> you got I the... got a girlfriend. Yeah. Oh. During COVID. Um,
1: yeah. Way to go. I actually, had a real interesting COVID experience. Um, I was just finished work and I was walking home and I bumped into a mate who was from Scotland and he was just finishing his his working holiday visa. And um, I walked past him I was like, shit, I, what are you up to? And he was like, oh, I'm just in town for like three days, um, just before I get home. And I was like, um, oh, where are you staying? He was like, oh, I'm just crashing at the backpackers. And I was like, dude, I've got a spare room. Come stay at my house. And he was like, oh, cool. So we went out for a beer and we ended up having a few beers that night. It was like a random Tuesday night or something. And um, he came back and stayed at my house. And then three or four days later, COVID happened and he ended up getting stuck with me right. <laughs> so he was on his way home and he he did eventually get a flight midway through the lockdown but he wow. stayed with me for like two and a half weeks wow. and it was his uh, it was his 25th birthday but I went to the supermarket and bought 26 balloons like lot ones for his birthday because I thought he said he was 25 turning 26 oh, yeah. so I kind of fucked that up so he came home and we had oh we were already at home but we went back from the supermarket and they had a 26 and then a friend of his came around and knocked on the door and left a cake and then ran off oh wow um and we had like yeah we went around to another friend's house on the way to oh we were dropping off my kids and picked up a bottle of whiskey because we couldn't buy any liquor oh, yeah. and um yeah Got drunk and and <laughs> celebrated his birthday. We put on suits and we hung out on the deck. Really nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, It was a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was. A, and I have, uh, yeah. My children. Well, they came the next week, and so he spent time with my children, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, and it was like way better than getting locked at the bloody backpackers. And you know, I imagine being stuck in a little room and yeah, you Can't really go out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he was stoked, and we and we got really good friends. More so after that as well. He actually just used to work across the road at Scopper. Oh, really? Yeah. And oh, that's wow. how I got to know him, just going and hanging out there and, and having oh, yeah. after work beers. And, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that was pretty cool. I like that, um, I like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, and got a girlfriend as well. So I said to her, because I've got children, I was like, look, if you want to come and stay during the lockdown, we've kind of just been seeing each other. I said, look, you can come, but that's it, you can't leave. <laughs> well, I'm not <laughs> going to have to yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> like you can't come and go as you please, you know, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like that. And, um, and she works kind of like a day job as well. So we set up uh, like a communal office in the lounge and had desks facing each other and all our screens set up. And it was kind of like we'd work through the morning and then we'd go out and, you know, maybe have a glass of wine at lunchtime and sit in the garden and pull out the weeds and, you know. Um, Very romantic. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And yeah. then actually after, like during the lockdown, I was like, fuck, you know, maybe I might ask you to be my girlfriend. Yeah, so nice. I did. And. And then, yeah, it was kind of a good trial period, I guess. Um, You know, there was no commitment there, but you had to, you know, you had to live with someone for like six weeks and and see how it goes. That's right. It was great. I've kind of, um, I've enjoyed getting my washing done for me. Well, I've got three children. So can you imagine trying to do four people's washing and kids have got little clothes. So a washing basket is kind of like four times the amount of like, say, mine and yours clothes. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah
0: that's cool that was yeah, well, a lot of, because a lot of people talked about relationships going sour you know as a result divorce rates going up potentially I don't know if that's true well, or not but no, people I speculated
1: it, I think it is I've heard a few stories of people being like look I you know having to only spend that amount of time with one person it either makes you or breaks you yeah I think and depend whether it would be a partner or a flatmate or you know your, your family even in fact you know it's yeah, a yeah. it's a lot to a lot of time to spend with one person and not you know not be able to get away from it yeah Um, I guess you can only lock yourself in your room for so long (laughs) yeah so out of curiosity
0: post-covid have you kept the positive things from the lockdown that 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 you learned you know to rest and relax and to appreciate the moment or were you quick to return to old habits or to some old habits
1: Uh, Yeah, some old habits. I think I've definitely, um, I've consciously chosen to keep the good that I found during that period of time. Um, Namely, as we sit here at the bar drinking, you know, it's like, you know, it's it's expensive to go out and drink and you don't necessarily have to do it all the time. And I think I've actually come out of it more financially aware of myself and, you know, I've looked toward the future. I guess previously I was kind of just living in the moment and now I'm like there's a future and what really matters to you and I've kind of like put in some semi-long-term goals you know like even so much so as looking towards retirement and and shit like that. Really? Which is kind of a weird thing you know I'm well I'm 35 years old I've got three children they're all at school you know they're six seven and twelve you know so they're pretty they're up there you know I've done with shitty nappies you know all my friends now are having babies and they're you know they're just kind of crawling and walking and I'm like I'm done and dusted with that and now I'm looking to the future and I'm like I haven't had a massive chance to go travelling or you know explore the world so that's definitely on my cards at some stage and I feel like having the financial backing and stability to be able to go and do it in a way that you know I guess I like the finer things in life and to be able to you know Go and enjoy the, what the world has to so offer when that comes yeah, about. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. But you know, I'd be quite happy to do that when I'm like 40 or 50, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess just put some things on the background and focus on what's what's in yeah, yeah, what's in front now.
0: I like that. You you strike me as well. You you to me are a person who's very social. You, you you're about the people. You love getting out there. You love uh, supporting local and shows and events, you love being with people. Um, you're a person who will, you know, if you're here, you'll sit up at the bar and talk to yeah. the bartender totally. totally. So I can imagine it would be hard to kind of pull back on that. You know what I mean? To not go out as often considering I I imagine for you, one of the one of the most awesome things about life is connecting with people. You know what I mean?
1: Definitely.
0: So 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 how do you What's your mindset around that?
1: Well, like, say, let's look at 2019. Like, I would come here to the bar and I'd quite happily sit at the bar by myself and and just meet people, like, just good old-fashioned, like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, or, yeah. Like, you know, what are you up to? Actually, last time I saw you here, yeah. That's... I just kind of, you know, you guys were talking about heating and I just had to like, <laughs> I overheard this conversation and I was like, fuck, I have to come in and like throw my two cents in about heating because I've, I've, I'm really tell them we were this.
0: talking about heating. That sounds so lame. <laughs>
1: But that's, but was, you know, yeah. but, but it's not. It's like yeah. a thing that people actually give a shit about. And, you know, we want to live in warm houses. And, um, yeah, central <laughs> heating's the way to go. Get radiators, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it just gives off a nice heat.
0: But I, I really enjoyed that because Scotty and I were sitting down having a chat. You popped over. I don't know if you were, I think you were joining us for a cigarette or something like that. Popped down in the seat. And it's a small table, but that's yeah. the type of thing you do in Wellington. You, you're not really afraid to do that. And then you, as, as a social person, even more so. But then it led to a great combo, us realising that, you know, we had like caught up ages ago, reconnecting, chatting about stuff, it was great.
1: Well, and here we are now. I know, know. and
0: those are the things I think you get from being open to connecting with people and random people, and so that's why I wonder whether or not you would lose a part of yourself
1: if you kind of, you know, were to pull back on that or... Yeah, I don't think I'd lost a part of myself, I think I actually kind of, I grew a little bit, because I kind of realised that I do love that interaction and now going forward, as I said before, I would sit at the bar by myself and just conversate and you know, because I I would, you know, I have like a week off, week on with my children so I have a week where where I am, where I was by myself and I didn't, you know, I didn't have someone to go home to or something like that so I I would, you know, I would come out and I would, um, you know, just conversate with people or have a yarn and, you know, and that's, that was... And I like that social interaction. Yeah. Like, you can get that if you go on the internet or, you know, you're a gamer or whatever. But I feel having, I guess I kind of like it old school where you can actually just go up to someone. Yeah. And, in real life. Yeah, in real life. Yeah, yeah. And actually, you know, see, touch and feel and like even smell someone when you go and give them a hug. You're like, hey, it's like, this is actually something kind of, I guess, tangible that, you know, I can feel and it's real. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah rather than like you know messaging someone on the internet yeah. um, that may or may not be the person who you think you're talking to yeah. Um, yeah. I like that, but, I like yeah. that. Yeah. and yeah it's kind of funny because I'm kind of now as I was saying before looking towards the future mm. and I'm kind of like well I do love to be um, you know interact with people and like how can I well, like how can I use that to an advantage, you know. Um, I, yeah, maybe I should be a politician. Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, I studied politics. Oh wow. And okay. The only reason I studied politics is because I wanted to start a political punk band because I grew up listening to punk rock and I moved to Wellington and I was wa- I was working and I uh, washed dishes um, for I think nine dollars fifty an hour wow. back in the day and then um, upgraded to do some labouring work. And then um, I was working on the terrace and I just saw all the kids from university, I was still young, I was only like 19 or 20 and I saw all the kids from uni, you know, walking, just hanging out, going up to uni and I was like, fuck, why am I doing, why am I laboring when I should be one of these kids just hanging out, having a good time. So I was like, I want to go to uni and I was like, fuck, I don't know what to study. So I studied politics Wow! and yeah. And we, we will start a band one day, but we're just taking the long route, you know? We're just getting the knowledge and, and, and the background to to do it, I guess. So what do you mean
0: a political punk band? Well,
1: just, I guess it's... I guess we grew up in a lot of political punk and, you know, bands expressing expressing their ideas about how to live. Oh, okay, you know? okay, yeah, yeah.
0: So, so yeah. Communicating your, your I- yeah. your communicating your ideology ideals. through yeah. music and stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly, wow, okay. you know, and I feel like... I guess, you know, the the punk scene is kind of like very open to people and they they're like quite caring about one another. Oh okay. Yeah. Well that's how I see it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's got like a good community. So uh-huh. um, and I guess, you know, a lot of people are influenced by music. Um uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. you know, it's it's a bit, it's quite a big thing in a lot of people's lives. Um, yeah, I just haven't quite got there yet. But you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. one day yeah, yeah. Put it on the bucket list. Well
0: Kanye West is, is, is close, you know what I mean? It's well,
1: low. yeah. Well, exactly, you know. I remember actually, you know, I grew a little bit of marijuana once and, and like a little bit and maybe sold some for like $100 and I actually bought his album The College Dropout with that money. And right. remember listening to it and I was like, wow, I think I'm a gangster, you know, I made a hundred bucks and now I bought an album and I'm like, fuck this, you know, the world is your oyster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that didn't go too well. Yeah, gave up on that. But um, but yeah, it's. I think yeah, you can do a lot if you put your mind to it. Yeah. Um, so do you think you would ever get into politics? Politics? Well, I have thought about it. and I thought maybe some of the questionable things I've done in my life might come back to haunt me. Okay. Not that I've done questionable things, but you know,
0: just. Wouldn't that make you relatable, more relatable and human? Well, to-
1: yeah. You would think so. I don't know. But yeah, I guess it's there's always lots of ideas floating around of like how you know, I think even local politics, like how you could make, for example, Wellington like a a better place and you know make it more I guess livable and you know these little things that that you know ideas that you think like this is a bit far out there but like growing like lemons and herbs through like all the verges of, of the city and imagine being able to go to the supermarket and not buy like parsley or basil or rosemary because it was growing freely throughout the city and and that's just where you got it from. So everyone knew that you went to, I don't know, to Mount Victoria because it was just like a row, you know, a whole street like, you know, hundreds of meters of lemon trees and that's where everyone get, got their lemons instead that, of instead of going to the supermarket. That is an
0: absolutely awesome idea. But
1: imagine that. Imagine there's like, sweet, there's different pockets around the city that had different, um, you know, different, yeah, fruits or herbs or, you know, things that you shouldn't have to pay $5 for a bunch of parsley where it's like, it's, you know, literally grows from the ground and, and we, we pay people in the city to go around and plant I guess I like to say useless plants, but like they might look pretty and some flowers and things, but it's like, why don't you put something productive there? Um, that is, re- that's a really
0: awesome idea.
1: I just, like it. it's, but it's so simple, you know, and like you'd probably talk to like our parents or, you know, people from a, an older generation be like, well, actually we just grew that stuff ourselves because, you know, we couldn't probably go to the supermarket and buy parsley or whatever because... And no one wanted to go there and buy it because everyone just had it in their backyard. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I guess now with, like, living, lots of people are in apartments and they don't have that room to do that. But, you know, we've got the room in, well, some room in the city, so why don't we offer that up?
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's, a really cool, that's a really cool idea I feel like it's a bit of a you heard it here first wow. you now you, know, you need to go out and get it done now before someone
1: steals your idea and uses it for their political well, campaign well I don't, I don't mind people stealing ideas as long as they're doing it for the good you know and I think a lot of people get caught up in like oh that was my idea first and it's—I like, can see definitely certain some ideas would be like, "Oh shit, that was actually mine," and I'm a little bit gutted that you've taken that. Especially yeah, yeah. if I told, you know, I told you top that, top and you're like, yeah. "Yeah." But you know, when it, when you look at it, and you just really want that idea to happen, and it doesn't really matter how it happens, then you know, it would be a win-win. Um, it's kind of nice to have your idea stolen, yeah, right? You know, right, right. Because yeah, it yeah. means that it actually was worth something. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the yeah. What,
0: what is it? Uh, um, memory curry is the highest form of flattery or something like that yeah exactly you
1: know yeah true i can
0: imagine that i can imagine that everyone heads to mount vic because that's where all the lemons and the apples grow and down cuba street you've got all this lavender and exactly and i imagine too people would get into the spirit of it you'd probably have some people caring for the plants and, and 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 monitoring it but all you would need to do is have that community sense of kind of like I only take what I need it's always
1: going to be here it's free how lucky are we well exactly you know you're buying like a leg of lamb on your way home and you're walking up and you just snip off some big sticks of rosemary to go home and you know smash it in there with some garlic and you're away Yeah. Yeah.
0: easy (laughs) cool any other ideas I don't want to publish all your I don't really want to give them all away you know (laughs) I like that. I like that. I like that. But you were you. I just want to go back to what you were saying before. The, the you were talking about the like the really beautiful benefits of being someone who likes to go out and connect with people. Yeah. Well, like, uh, what else would you say?
1: Are the are the benefits of that? Well, I th- I think a, well I think it's a simple one, but sparking up a conversation, especially in say a small place like Wellington nine times out of ten you're going to know someone the same you're going to have a common interest if you dig deep enough and actually give people the time of day you actually will learn that there's more of a connection there rather than just meeting and saying hello and having a conversation but you know there is something um, yeah there's there's something that could be had from that relationship and I think you yourself would appreciate that conversating with people and actually finding out more things about people and yeah. you know, you could almost even have you know, make connections with people that you talk to and be like, hey actually I was talking to, you know, Matt about this and actually you know someone that does this, so maybe we can Put connect you. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess kind of like a real social network. Yeah, like true. an actual you know <laughs> an actual you know, so and so knows Yeah. John from down the road, yeah. and you guys should connect.
0: We we should call it IRL.
1: Yeah, yeah, in real life. The URL is IRL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Taking it from Absolutely. online, you know. Yeah. Um,
0: Absolutely. And I love doing that. I do do that, and I and I love doing that. Yeah. And it happens naturally, especially with these conversations. Someone will listen to an episode; they'll say that was really cool. I've had people say. Uh, uh, that like I was really inspired by that person. It would be so cool. If, uh, like I'd love to meet them one day, almost. And so I'll message that person and be like, "Hey, would you be interested in grabbing a coffee with this person?" And
1: I love it. Well, actually, funny you say that because I was listening to one of yours the other day with um, with Matt and. Actually, Holland. Yeah, 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 and I I just really enjoyed his conversation. I was like, this guy sounds like a great character. So I actually was like, fuck it. I'm just gonna message him and I said, "Hey, look, nice. I just listened to your podcast and like, well, your conversation with Butters and thoroughly enjoyed it like big ups oh, and, he, awesome. and he messaged me back and he was like cool bro that's fucking awesome <laughs> and I was like yeah but just you know it takes two seconds out of your day yeah. just to like send someone a quick message to say hey that was really cool you know and and that that one message could just be like you know it makes someone feel really nice and be like oh that was you know that was cool and it could be this it could be the
0: start of a new friendship Exactly, another person you know um connection with someone which, which 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 improves your mental health conversation someone with a different perspective which informs yep. you which is really positive I, I feel like you're exactly right it, it, it can take just a couple of seconds to message someone I wonder whether or not we shy away from doing that though yep. even if we think oh man that person seems nice I would love to chat with them but we don't yeah. follow through and yeah. I
1: think that's well even I do that myself sometimes I'll like I'll see something on Instagram, and I'll go to comment, and I'll write something, and I'll go, oh, nah, maybe I won't write that. Why? Why why do you rethink that? Well, I don't know. I'm like, do I need to write that? Like, it it won't be... Like, it's always something positive. But I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just leave it slide. Like, it's, you know, it's not a big deal. But, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes that comes to me as well. I'm like, oh, maybe I won't Mm -hmm. do that. I don't... I can't answer that. I don't know why I I would do that. But, you know... Um... (laughs) But, yeah, I, I can see, you know, I'm, I guess I'm I'm kind of one or the other. I'm like, yes, I'll message this person, but then sometimes, I'll, oh, maybe I won't comment on that or... Right, you know right. But for no reason. Maybe I'm just like, oh, it doesn't need to be done. But I should be like, actually, just comment on it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Say, big ups, that's awesome. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. Yeah. I should take a leaf out of my own book. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Stopping yeah. a hypocrite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I, I mean, things like that are... a a simple compliment you know a a one liner piece of praise can make a massive difference for anyone it goes a long way even for people who feel like they're doing great and and they're loving life and they're in a good position no no one would not love someone saying big ups man that's awesome so
1: yeah I totally agree
0: I like that I like that did you uh, have you like you and Matt should connect because he's a musician. Yeah. And he's got a studio now where he's producing songs for people. Uh, well, the yeah, 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 So you should yeah. keep keep that in mind. I should, definitely. And he plays all the instruments. Yeah. Okay. He can play drums like horrifically well. Oh wow. He sings really well, plays the guitar and he of course could direct. Yeah. Um but obviously now he's he knows all the sound engineering yeah. stuff and he's got a studio right here in Wellington. He's, yeah, so I didn't
1: actually quite I didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: You should keep it in mind. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I actually think... Not that this conversation's about Matt. Yeah. I was thinking the other day... I reckon he's got the talent and, and the know-how that... All it would take would be from someone from Netflix to be like... Oh my God, this guy should have his own show. You know what I mean? And, and I reckon it would just go off. Well,
1: that's why... <laughs> that's why Like, I was really impressed when I was listening to the conversation. I was like, he just... He just portrayed himself as like a really, like, I was like, this guy, I want to like I want to be friends with him. Like, I'd love to just catch up with him one day and have a coffee or just have a yarn or, you know, have a beer. Yeah. It just, you know, and I think that's the beauty of having conversations with people yeah. is that it could form into a friendship. Um, and you never know what's going to happen out of exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. You should do it. Yeah. no yeah. That's cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I really love that idea. Really love it. The plant idea I, I can i can just visualize it i can actually oh, visualize I, people yeah. walking down the street. i can visualize it being this thing and the idea of being like yeah those plants are cool awesome but they're potentially not as useful to people as if we put the same money into planting fruits and vegetables and herbs things that are healthy for the body things that would bring people together as well it'd be like fish it'd be like um farmers markets all over the place yeah
1: and we're not trying to, like, take that away from the farmer's market. like, there's definitely things that are going to grow that aren't going to be, or that you have to grow in a, in a market garden, you know. It's yeah. not going to be everything. It's just a few little things, you know. Um, just, you know, to take the edge off. Um, to take the edge off, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, just some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I'm all about, like, I love gardening, and I'm all about the productive plants. So, you know, plants that actually give you something back. Like I do Well I'm saying that I do love roses But I feel like They give you back If you get a really nice Smelling rose You know To put some roses In your house And then even once they die You can dry them out And make potpourri You know And just have that Kind of In a like glass jar And it just even looks Kind of nice Yeah 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 yeah. I think secretly I'm an old lady In my my 30 year old man's body (laughs) Yeah
0: Wow that's awesome That's awesome did you study yeah. anything else uh, alongside politics? When you
1: were in uh, international relations. Oh, okay. So it was all yeah. kind of yeah, yeah. Um, it's a common duo. or a very uh, yeah, a common it common duo. yeah, it is. Yeah. It was it was good. I actually, got kind of depressed about it because you're kind of st- learning all this stuff, but then you're kind of like, how do I how do I make a difference? You know, yeah, 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 um, yeah. it's it's a challenge. Yeah. You know? and I think a uh, lot of poli- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think a lot of politicians see that, um, and they go. You know, they've got ideas, but actually there's so much, like, red tape and bullshit to try and get those ideas through that it's a challenge and it, it's, it's a struggle, you know. Um, I feel like we, yeah, we should probably tone it down a little bit and just make it a lot more simpler, you know, to do things. Like, Do you think that's possible, though, to I that? No, I don't, I don't oh. think it is
0: possible. That was a genuine question. No, I yeah. Don't, I yeah. Don't know.
1: No, and I totally agree. Like, I totally see that. Um, I'm saying, yeah, I think that would be a great idea to simplify things. But, you know, they... It's... We just... I think we've kind of come so far that there's so many processes in place that it, it makes it difficult. Um, yeah. It's like looking... I hate to bring it up. Here we are. But, you know, the whole housing crisis thing, it's like fuck it's getting way out of hand so do we just leave it as it is and let it run wild or does the government come in and bring in some legislation where you know you can only you know house prices can only gain like so much over a period of time you know like I remember quite a few years ago um, reading something I can't remember exactly where it was I think it was in like Germany or somewhere and like the house prices over there are stagnant they Stagnan. yeah, well they pretty much stay the same so like is uh, that possible? well i don't know i guess in new zealand we think of oh a house is an investment but over there they just think oh a house is just somewhere i live and then i you know i put my money elsewhere oh, okay. um yeah i should actually might have to look that one up and yeah, see no. where it is but I, yeah they, they don't have the same i guess capitalistic market of of cap- capitalist housing market that we do where you buy a house and then like, you know, in 10 years time it doubles and you're like, oh, sweet. Yeah. It yeah. just, yeah.
0: Huh. Interesting.
1: Which I think is probably, you know, because where else in the world do we really see, you know, a massive housing crisis and we're in like a, a developed country and here we are People are struggling. These house prices are getting, you know, way above what people can actually yeah, afford yeah, to, yeah. to pay. Yeah. And it seems ridiculous. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't, quite, I haven't come up with the yeah. idea to, to solve that one. Um, I do think, though, that we should look at expand, like, I don't know how hard it would be to make a new city or to, to grow a city. But, you know, that maybe that's an idea now that we don't, you know, we don't need to have central hubs like Auckland and Wellington why don't we you know make more little towns and I guess maybe that's something as you grow older you like I want to get out of the city and I want to go and have a piece of land and like you know grow my own fruit and vegetables and you know live the simple life it's like why why is that in quotation marks here why does that simple life have to be away from everyone else why can't we have it here but I guess well the the simple answer is we don't have the land to to do that but maybe we do and we just need to use the council land to to grow that stuff or to to have that maybe we're
0: still thinking very much inside the box and not I think COVID reminded or COVID kind of told us that you you can be innovative and you almost need to be innovative in a lot of ways and show uh, initiative to survive and to Cope and to um, adapt businesses yeah. in order to be able to survive, and, and it was—I think—it was a really great thing, and I think people are still doing that. Oh,
1: definitely. I like, think. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it was. Yeah, if you—you you don't have to look too far to see that people, yeah, pivoted and adapted to, to new ways of doing work. You know,
0: um,
1: it's yeah. I guess, and we are—you know—humans themselves are resilient, and they they look at problems and try and figure out hey what's the solution to this how do we work around it yeah 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 and I think that's where you you can just curl up in a ball and go fuck I don't know what to do I'm just gonna um, you know I'm just gonna hope that it all works out fine or you can be like actually no I'm gonna grab the bull by the horns and you know make a move and and make something happen Mm. yeah out of
0: curiosity on something you said just before the idea of government stepping in yeah. to regulate things. Yeah. Well, uh, did you did that come into your discussion at university, the idea of individuals kind of making their own decisions and, and um, versus government, you know, versus the state stepping in and putting in rules?
1: Well, and, yeah. And
0: what's better and what's worse, you know, if everything's regulated and controlled, but there's no individual freedom?
1: Well, that, I guess that's kind of looking at communism a little bit there and being like... In a a way, being like, okay, look, you can only have so much and, you know, the government will control it all. And then you've got capitalism where it's like, well, everything's just the free market and we can, you know, we can do whatever we want. Mm -hmm. You know, actually, I got a great Uber driver the other day. I quite enjoyed the conversation. It was quite a decent ride as well. And he was talking about he was just going to to Bunnings to buy some like um some screws. And he was like, These screws were like five dollars each, but he was like, I know that where they make these they're like three cents to make. Right. And he was like, Why is this company having such a massive markup on this product and they're making a whole lot of money off it? And I was like, Well that's capitalism for you, mate. Like that's how the world works. But I guess, you know.
0: but I guess that, that, that can also be a positive thing if someone's like, hey, oh, on the reverse, hey I found a place that sells screws for 3 cents wholesale, if yeah. I buy a whole bunch and sell them for $5 each, I can make a business that can allow me to pay my bills, you know yeah. what I mean? I guess it goes by twice. It's this constant, you know, it's this constant idea of survive and thrive, which I guess is a lot of what capitalism is. Um, so I guess the idea of government coming in and regulating and saying, no, you can only do this or yeah. do that much can seem to almost go against that, you know, that natural kind of human nature to innovate. Yeah. But then at the same time as well, if there aren't regulations, things can go through the roof and just don't stop. And Well,
1: yeah, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think the housing market's a prime example yeah, of that yeah. where, you know, you can buy a house and then rent it out. And then, you know, for quite, I guess, there's no one that dictates how much you can rent a place for. That's just the market. So, you know, there's all this talk recently about Wellington and all the young creatives and stuff not being able to afford to live here, and what's going to happen to Wellington? You know, what oh, happens? Good yeah, what happens when we? You know, it's like I don't know, five hundred dollars for a room for a week, and you're making you know, eight hundred bucks a week. And you're Like this is pretty much all my salary going on just living. Of course you're going to go, actually, I can move somewhere else. Yeah, and then like,
0: Wellington loses its sense of the exactly. creative capital.
1: Yeah. You know, it's... But how do we do that? Do we Yeah. Do we restrict it and say, look, you can only charge... You know, you can only make X amount of profit on your rental income or... Yeah, but then, then the people are going to... You know, the people that are buying those properties are going to kick up a fuss and be like, you know, you can't tell me what to do. Mm, mm. Um, it's... Yeah, it's there's some big problems in the yeah, world yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. you know I guess we're the people that have to solve them well people yeah yeah, yeah wow it's a lot to think about it? it is yeah so much just for a casual conversation yeah yeah but no I get I, I, yeah it's quite funny because we as I've gotten older, we, especially recently, we're talking a lot about with friends about things like this, about the bigger picture, and about I guess politics, and you know, um, I guess the environment. When I say environment, I mean like not just the living environment, but the actual social environment that we're living in, you know. And be like, hey, what's what's happening, and you know, what's it going to be like in 10, 20, 30 years? Yeah. Um, what's going to change? Yeah. And I guess with technology as well, it's, it's ever-changing and so quickly, you know, what's going to be the next big internet thing, you know, are we going to have flying cars soon, um, are all our cars going to be electric, you know, and then, you know, that's a thing, like, how do you run an electric car, like, you have to mine minerals from the ground to, to produce those batteries and the things to make that, so is that really an environmentally friendly way of being eco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. What's what's your plans for the next ten years? Are you thinking to the future?
0: To be honest, no. I'm not very good at doing that. I, I uh, find myself very. I I think, I think I I can be very very present, and I think that's a really good thing. But also the negative, the, you know flip side of the coin is that I don't often think too far ahead and pre-plan um, and that bites me in the ass sometimes um, so yeah I like it's something I definitely think about a lot the idea of being prepared um, but also still maintaining the ability to be completely present because I, I love that about life and I think that fits in with the conversations you know similar to you I'm sure you're, you're the same you can meet someone, you can strike up a conversation and then two hours goes by and you're completely oblivious to everything going around but I think that's a really beautiful thing. Um, but then once you leave that conversation you, you might realise, oh shit, I'm late for this or um, the more you do that the less time you have for thinking ahead. You know what I mean?
1: I don't know. But you do have to live in the moment and I, I think that's what I've done for most of my life and it's only probably since the start of the year um, and since the whole... COVID situation that I've kind of gone oh well maybe I should look towards the future and you know and think about my family and and think you know how you know where do I want to be when I'm 50 years old what do I want to be doing
0: well I, I guess I imagine you'd have to do that more because you've got kids as well and as they're getting older yeah,
1: definitely well you know I started them an investment account each really yeah wow, that's so cool. You know, I've got like a KiwiSaver, and then I've got like i I've started them, it's not a KiwiSaver, it's like an investment account, but using the KiwiSaver provider, and so I've started, you know, I get working for families as a parent, and so I was like, well, that's that's money for my children, so I was like, well, I might start an investment account, and put it in certain shares, and, you know, put that money for them, so when they get to 24, they've got, you know, a good... A good little wad of of cash, and it's been and it's kind of like no skin off my teeth. It's like coming out for a couple of beers a week. It's like, well, why don't I look to the future and be like, actually, I don't need those couple of beers. I can give that money to my kids and and try and teach them. And I like my eldest daughter. I send her the email each week when she gets an update and be like, you've made five dollars, you know. And I'm like, but this is gonna snowball, and then you know she's gonna be you know, 24 and be like, shit, I've got like 30 grand in, a, in an account. And yeah, hopefully yeah. then she goes, well, you've taught me that and I've seen it. And if I keep doing this, I could have, I don't know, a million bucks by the time I'm like 35. And yeah. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. how cool am I? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'd be You're stoked. You're pretty cool. Yeah. I'd, I'd be stoked to have that, you know. Yeah. And imagine learning that from like, you know, being like 10 or something. Um... Yeah, so I like that. That's really cool. Yeah, well, I thought, fuck, I might as well do something for them, you know. And that's only been kind of in the last couple of months. And I, you know, I was looking towards the future, and I was like, well, let's look towards the children's future as well. And how yeah. can I, how can I help them out? And you know,
0: I wonder how many uh, businesses like Sharesies yep. have done really well because their concept is so cool and it's accessible for people, yeah. which is awesome. And people are now trying to think ahead and they're able to do it yep. um,
1: yeah that's really well, cool just talking about the children's one so there's another one called Hatch which is run Hatch? by Ge- uh, Hatch Hatch, Hatch okay. like in egg hatches oh, yeah, yeah. and they I just got an email last week and they're doing a children's um, uh, um, a children's like, account oh. so your children can buy shares in Apple or Netflix really? or well, whatever yeah. and wow. it's going to teach them about investing oh. from a young age and I think that's great. You that's know? awesome. So I think that comes out within like the next kind of couple of weeks. Wow! So and it's a Kiwi one. Yeah, it's wow. a Kiwi one. Wow. Yeah. So see, this, you is know. A fi-
0: this is the financial acumen I don't think we really grew up with. No, in not in previous generation.
1: No, I've had to. Well, I've just kind of learnt this over the last few years myself, and learnt you know about compounding interest. You know, you can save ten grand, but actually you could have. Twelve grand at the end of the year. We're mm. um, not doing anything really. Yeah, just yeah. kind of being a little bit smarter, and making the, the classic make your money work for you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, because you know, if you put your, you know, I started to save like an actual savings account with the bank for one of my children, and I think she was getting like zero point five percent, and in her other fund, she's getting like six percent. And I'm like oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. there's a massive difference. Yeah. Like and over a period of like fifteen years, that's huge. So, you know, you should really yeah, look I into like it. That. So your your
0: shift to thinking ahead and planning for the future has not only benefited you, but it's benefited your kids as well. Yeah. Because definitely.
1: you've been able to put that headspace into
0: planning for them. Yeah.
1: Well I was like I could just keep their money and like, you know, spend it or like invest it myself but i'm like actually no like teach teach them you know what teach a man to fish yeah 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 or give a man a fish sorry yeah yeah Yeah. um (laughs) yeah so some of the things yeah
0: see i I often feel like i'm that man with a fish and i eat the fish and i'm like oh damn i've got no fish
1: now i need another fish (laughs) where am i gonna get it they already know how to fish and they're out there yeah totally yeah but yeah, I think that, and that comes brings it back to conversations as well, it's like, you know, talking about stuff like this and um, maybe introducing to people that don't know about it yes. or um, just even telling your friends about it, you know, and being like, hey, look, have you thought about doing this? Disclosure, I'm not a financial advisor, so <laughs> you can't take any financial advice from me, which I always like to tell my friends that. So but for
0: those who, mid-conversation, have already started investing based on your advice, yeah. yeah.
1: I haven't yeah, yeah. given you any,
0: anything. <laughs>
1: I haven't told you what to invest in. And
0: yeah, so what would that come out on? I'm g- quite curious about that. So Will it. So oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a website. To, yep. um, oh, yeah, it's a website.
1: And yeah, it's done cool. by Kiwi Wealth, um, which is another fun thing. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, I really like it, and it's great. Um, yeah, and it's quite interesting just watching it. You know, like I check the the website every day and see what's going on, and mm. you know, um, yeah. It's yeah. I guess it, it's just another another game to play. I guess, um, but the game has rewards. And yeah, yeah, It's yeah. kind of it's kind of cool to yeah. see, you know. And especially if you're playing for the long game as well, it's kind of not like a uh, it, it's not like a quick fix. It's not like you're going to get rich overnight. It's like if you're looking towards the future in like 20 30 years. Yeah. It's like then you could be shit. You know, I've I've saved $200,000, but that $200,000 could turn into like a million dollars. And you're like, shit, that's 800 grand that I didn't have. And that's just, you know, compounding interest. Yeah, and again, (laughs) it's
0: that delayed gratification versus instant gratification. Exactly. Something I definitely have to learn to do, that delayed gratification.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm still learning it as well. As I impart all my knowledge
0: onto you, I, w- I would like to think that there are certain things I do that are all about the long-term investment. Yeah. I, in fact, I know there are. But there, there are certainly plenty of things where I, yeah, it's that instant gratification. Um,
1: yeah. But, but humans love the instant gratification. Yeah. You know, they want they want it now, and especially especially looking at um, young people today, they want everything now. You know, and they don't want to have to wait. You know, I think, every, like, I don't know if you've seen those um, those scenarios where they put, like, a kid in the room and they say, there's a chocolate, like, one piece of chocolate here, and you can have it right now. Yeah. Or if you wait 15 minutes, you can have, like, 10 pieces of chocolate. And most of the kids are like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to take the one piece of chocolate now because they want that, you know, instant gratification. They don't want to have to wait for it. And I yeah. guess that's a prime example. Um,
0: yeah. Well unfortunately we're geared to it too we so many things oh. give us instant gratification yeah so we we've unlearned how to wait oh well I don't know if
1: that's true or not I'm not a psychologist well, I, or anything, have but we yeah were we told to wait from, well did humans learn to wait I think as we evolved like two humans it was all about the instant gratification and maybe that's something that's been built into our system is that you know we see some food we want to eat it now. Yeah. You know when yeah. we were back in the day and we were hunter gatherers, we didn't think oh no no I'm gonna well we learned to farm the animals but we were just like hey look there's a an animal let's kill it now and eat it. Mm-hmm. And then it was only I guess after a while that we realized that oh we can make a fence and put these animals in here and actually farm them and yeah. then you know sorry to all, the all the vegans out there but yeah, um, yeah, and then we've got animals all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And I guess the idea of that we don't, we may not grow up learning to plant seeds and wait for them and water them and nurture yeah. the soil and wait for them to come up and then re-nurture the soil, you know, season and yeah. season. Yeah. Um, we get things now. We go to the supermarket, yep. that's right there. Supermarkets freeze fruit and vegetables all year round. So there are always all of the fruits and vegetables that we want to the point that you almost get annoyed if you walk into the supermarket and a particular fruit or vegetable isn't there—it's so annoying. I know because we we want that instant. Yeah, yes, even no. though it's completely out of season. Um, yeah. Wow. Mm. You know, to be honest, this has been a great reminder for me. I think oh, good. this conversation. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, conversations are
1: great. There's a bit of a, a self
0: therapy right here. Yeah. Um,
1: Well, that's the thing, like the conversation stimulates your mind and it makes you, you know, you don't know what we're going to talk about, I don't know what we're going to talk about and it just kind of, it opens your mind. I think, you know, as I said to you before, I was like, shit, I haven't prepared for this. And you're like, no, neither have I, we're just going to have a conversation. And and that's the beauty of it, you don't know where it's going to go.
0: And And, and yet I felt like this conversation has been so interesting, really. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great place to stop and what I'm going to do is I'm going to push stop on this recording but what will inevitably happen, which always does, is at the moment I push stop, you and I will continue the conversation. There'll be all of these awesome things and I'll be thinking, Ah oh, damn, I should have kept the recording. But that's also one of those things I feel like I've never really said it to people and if anyone's listening to this, it's the idea that there are certain things, I think, that you get from conversation that you should only be allowed to enjoy if you're in the conversation. Yeah. Hence the reason why people should connect in real life. Because there will be all of these things, great great chats, great insights, great connections that you can't get unless you are physically part of a conversation and that should encourage people. But I think up until I push stop... <laughs> um, I think this has been a fantastic conversation, Tim. I really appreciate it. Thanks, butters.
1: I appreciate you having me along to
0: to conversate. And all the best on your future
1: political campaign. Thank you. (laughs) Vote Tim fucking Howard.
0: (laughs) Thanks, buddy. (laughs)